Welcome to the Men's Health Matters Podcast with Sorted's Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Hey, Doc. Hey, Steve. How are we doing? Do you know what? I'm doing well. I was going to chat to you about this because uh, we were talking about cholesterol last time. I went yeah. to have some blood tests for my diabetes, my annual check, and they wrote back saying my cholesterol was a little bit high. Oops. But they did say to them, bless them, don't worry about it because so much else is going on in your life. This is, well, that, that, yeah, in one sense they were saying, but didn't say, this is the least of your problems. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, it's probably not as high as mine was and I'm uh, actively uh, on, the, on the case now. So what are you doing? Uh, sausages and bacon, a thing of the past? Um, I, well, I had actually had a bacon roll this morning, but normally I had a bacon baguette, so it was a bacon roll. Um, yeah, I'm just cutting down on uh, anything with uh, with cholesterol, with too much fat in it. I'm trying to eat more lean stuff, more fish. Um, I've cut butter out completely, um, which I actually really quite like. But oh, I love butter. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a fact, isn't it? Butter is better than margarine, though, isn't it? Um, well, it depends, actually. So um, you, you want to try and reduce the the, the polyunsaturates. Uh, in in the whatever spread you're using and, and go for monounsaturates but um yeah any of them too much of any of them is probably not good for you <laughs> and of course you have been out celebrating your 60th I were, have indeed. were you careful that weekend or did you have a blowout uh well i was i was under strict instructions to uh to pause the uh, healthy healthy malarkey and uh, went to prague and had an absolutely wonderful time it's a beautiful beautiful city never been before but highly recommend it to anyone who's uh, who's not been so there we are travel advice as well from the doctor yeah <laughs> <laughs> i tell you isn't it lovely with these days being longer i feel much better for longer oh, yeah. days yeah, 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 definitely. The old seasonal affective disorder. It's, uh, yeah, long, long, uh, long dark periods are not good for us. Long dark periods are not good for us at I all. I tell you what, it reminds me, I did a mission trip. Where was it? Somewhere like Belarus a number of years ago. And we were all put in a room together, all the lads, and there was a guy who suffered with SAD. And yeah. uh, every morning at 5am, this blinking great big light came on, woke us all up. So we were all depressed. He was happy as can be staring into this this crazy lamp for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, I know. <laughs> Mind you, it's, uh, oh gosh, it's actually nice to get up and leave the house and it's now getting light and come back home in the evening and it's still light. Um, over the winter, yeah, I leave leave the house about seven and don't get back till about half six at night and it's, it's pretty miserable, um, dark and dark. Summer is on the way. Spring has sprung. It's a lovely sunny day on the south coast. I even looked at my barbecue. I went outside the other day and had a little look and I thought, yeah, I'm going to be cranking you up soon. And I'm looking forward to you joining us, Doc, when you're down here. Yeah, definitely look forward to that. Well, we've uh, we've had blizzards today. We had snow. Mad. Uh, overnight and snow while I was at work this morning um, and there's still quite a lot of snow outside just now but it's to be minus seven tonight up in Glasgow. Flipping it. Welcome to Bonnie, yeah. Scotland. Okay, yeah. Doc, let's crack on. Yeah. Here we go with another great episode. Once again, people are loving the podcast so thank you so much. Do comment and share and leave a review. It makes a huge difference. Now, Doc, we're talking about mental health today in under half an hour so that should give us plenty of time to crack it um earlier this week i did a great interview 
Though I say so myself. That sounds so big headed, didn't it? Doesn't it? With Scott Mills, the DJ, 24 years on Radio wow. One. He's just moved over to Radio Two to take over Steve Wright's afternoon slot. What a great conversation we had. We were saying it, we spoke for, for nearly an hour. We, you know, we, if we'd had two hours or three hours, it wouldn't have been enough. But we touched on this subject because I know Scott has suffered with all sorts of things, mental health and anxiety. Why? So I thought we'd just play in a couple of minutes of our conversation and then we'll talk about this issue. So here we go. Uh, a nice segue here. Um, battling depression. I know you've helped others by being so open about coping with, that, with anxiety mm. and depression. Why is it such a taboo subject? I think it's... Uh absolutely less there's still work to do but it's completely less taboo than when i was growing up when no one talked about it at all and you didn't know what was happening to you why don't i want to get out of bed today why don't i feel able to cope with my schoolwork why um why do i basically want to stay in the house and not see anybody social anxiety None of these things were talked about, especially, no, they weren't, I was going to say, especially for men, they weren't talked about at all Mm. then. And I wish they were. Uh, And I tell you, there, there are certain things that I just think, obviously there's the, 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 um, like let's get talking campaigns and, but actually for men as well, I think the, the documentary that Roman Kemp did last year, about his friend Joe, who he used to work with at Capital. Joe uh, took his own life, but Roman has done a great job, I think, um, not just, not the only person, there's many, uh, of getting guys, that documentary really stuck with me, getting guys to talk to each other, uh, because a lot of blokes don't, I haven't got time for that, I'm not talking about that, Um, and they should. Uh, but yeah, when I was, I had it when I was very young. It doesn't rear its head much now. But when I was young, there was no information and there didn't feel that there was anyone like me. And I would hope that now, if I was that age, I would look. I mean, obviously, you've got the internet. You've got, you know, things have moved on massively. But you do you, you did feel very isolated and kind of like well is this is this happening to anyone else sure so i the reason that i've spoken about it is because if someone read an article or, or happened to come across an article from me or read my book or whatever i would if 13 year old me could read that i would feel very comforted by it that i'm not the only person going through it and I just think there are so many, it's much more talked about now, but I feel that, um, I don't know. I, I still don't think everyone's doing it, but the messages are out there much more than they were when I was growing up. That's really helpful, Scott. Really helpful. Wow. That was really powerful. Wasn't it really honest? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so true. So, so true. So doc, uh... c- carry on. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's it, it's such a big, big issue, um, it, and we 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 are much, much better than we used to be um, as men talking about it. Um, I mean, I've been doing this job for oh, 
too many years probably, but uh, um, I can remember way back when it was just absolute taboo. If you even tried to raise it with uh, with certain men, it was just, no, I'm not talking about that. No, no, it's nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much commoner now for people to, to kind of put, come in and see, either speak to me, see me, um, or, or my, my, my colleagues uh, to say, listen, I'm really not feeling great. I'm, and, and then we get into a, a conversation about how they're feeling, what they're feeling. Um, and you know we we offer fifteen minute appointments now, and these are half an hour later. I, I'm I'm running late, but it's really important just to give these people a time when they need it to to start to open up, and then look to move forward with them and help them move forward. It's a huge, huge problem. So, is this something that men struggle with more than women? Do you think, in your experience? Yeah, um, talking about it much much commoner uh, for ladies to to talk about it. Um, men much better than they used to be, and, and I think society is is more accepting that um, you know, it's it's okay to say you're not okay. And uh, yeah, real men do cry, uh, despite what uh, the old myths used to say that oh, real men don't cry. Absolute nonsense. Real men do cry. Um, I've cried. Um, and lots of lots of guys have cried, and and it's okay to say you're 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 not okay. So we're getting better at it, but ladies are still better than men. So is this something you've struggled with yourself? Yeah, actually I have. Um, a number of years ago, due to um, various things going on in my personal life and my work life at the time, I experienced uh, several months of, of quite profound depression. Um, I was off work for a while. Um, I went to see my own GP. I saw a specialist. Um, I had CBT. I was on medication. Um, and I had help from uh, a couple of very good and very close male friends. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a really dark place sometimes. You can feel really, really in a dark place. So how do these things manifest themselves? I mean, as you know, uh, you know me pretty well, and I'm a very upbeat person, but sometimes I'm a little bit down, a little bit sad. When does being down become depression, something serious? When does being nervous and apprehensive become terrible anxiety and a real issue? Yeah, and I mean, that's that's really, really good, actually, to, to ask that, because you know, we all have times and days when we feel either very anxious about something or or sometimes quite despondent about something, and that's quite normal. Um, those are those are quite normal ways to feel in certain circumstances. If it starts to become uh, an overwhelming or a persistent feeling of of unwellness, be that um, overwhelming anxiety or very very low mood tearfulness, then uh, and it's affecting your ability to function normally. That's when it's more of a concern, um, and it, they are often quite. Um, subtle and gradual changes um i know and often people kind of just go ah it's okay it's just what's going on it's just it'll be fine it'll be fine and it can take a while before people go actually now this has been going on now for several weeks or not uncommonly you know people come in male male or female to say my family have suggested i come and speak to you mm-hmm. um uh, which is a which is a great opening because you can then open up the conversation about well, what what did they what were they concerned about and then what do you think about it what do you how do you feel um and then you're off and running um, 
Do you still get people coming in asking for advice for a friend in speech marks? Um, yeah, sometimes. Yes, yes. Um, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. we usually have that. We dance that dance for a little bit and then go, okay, so what is it you want to talk to me about? Brilliant. Ah, all right, okay. Did you, you saw through that one. Yeah, I've heard that one a few times. <laughs> so, Doc, how can people get help? Is there a five-point plan? Are there suggestions? Are there lifestyle changes? Yeah, there's there's lots of things, lots and lots of things that people can do. Um, there is a there is something that the the NHS um, five steps to mental well being um, is is widely available, and I certainly will signpost any of my patients uh, to that. Um, the five points are about connecting with other people, be that friends, family. Um, being physically active, physical activity is is massively helpful for not just your physical health, but also your mental health. Mm. Do you know what? I um, walked along the seafront this morning and I thought, this is good for my soul. Yeah. And it was absolutely. a bracing, sunny yeah. day. But even when yeah. it's wet and rainy, you come back and you have a shower you and you get changed and those endorphins yeah. are running around your body. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you feel invigorated by it. Yeah, it's it's undoubtedly one of the best. And it's free. Go for a walk. Mm. You don't have to join a gym. You can you go for a walk. You can go for a run, go for a cycle, whatever. It's, um, yeah, exercise is really good. So, yeah, being physically active. Um, often learning a new skill um, might just be you think, well, actually, I'm going to start cooking or I'm going to do some DIY or I'll take up a new hobby. Um, I mean, I, I, I took up sewing, which, which you wow. know about. I wear um, a Dr. Ken original shirt and I'm very proud of it. And people often comment on it. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a fun hobby. It's, uh, it's just my thing, I suppose. Um, giving to others, giving not, not necessarily money, but actually giving your time, your interest and your support to them. It's much more valuable than, than giving money. Um, and the and the fifth thing is is practicing mindfulness, so just being in the moment. So, so unpack be, that for me, because mindfulness sounds a bit weirdo to me. <laughs> yeah, are we talking so meditating? Are we talking yoga? What are we talking here? Well, yeah, yes, you can do that. I mean, some people some people do meditate. Uh, some people do yoga. There's lots of different kinds of yoga. Um, and you can do, do it for the physical benefits, but also the the, the relaxation benefits. Yeah, mindfulness is really just focusing on on the what's what's going on right now. How am I feeling right now, and and just trying to understand that better. Uh, those those are those five steps are are not probably not anything. They're not rocket science. Mm. They're 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 common sense. But I quite often say to people, listen, common things are sometimes the most important things, um, and you know it's worth saying them time and time again because people often forget the the simple common things are actually often the most valuable and looking at so, all yeah. those things you know it's a case of, of keeping occupied isn't it yeah it's not spending yeah. too much time on yourself reflecting on things beating yourself yeah. up yeah absolutely so yeah don't don't sort of dis disappear down rabbit holes of uh, oh it's just awful life is so terrible and uh, i'm i'm awful and i'm useless and yeah, get, keep busy, keep occupied, um, be connect, be connected with people, um, take on the hobby, 
do whatever. It doesn't matter what the hobby is. If it's something that you can enjoy and you can feel some satisfaction from, and you know, if it's if you're making something, then you get a huge satisfaction from finishing off. You know, for me, it's clothes or shirts or making a coat just now, but, which is a real challenge. But uh, it's yeah, hugely rewarding to do. So real men cry and real men sew. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. I love it. Listen, I I heard this expression and I thought, well, I was going to Google it. And I thought, who needs Google when you've got Dr. Ken? Talking therapies. What's Mm. that all about? Yeah, so talking therapies are are massively uh, important in in managing and and helping people with with mental health um, problems or issues. Um, So on the one hand, we've got the drug therapy, medication, antidepressants, those kind of things which can be really helpful uh, and often used in combination uh, with or as an alternative to talking therapies. Talking therapies covers a whole range of different things. They're they're basically psychological treatments uh, for mental and uh, emotional problems. Um, They all involve working with a a trained therapist, either on a one-to-one basis uh, in a group um, online, sometimes over the phone, or sometimes with your uh, your partner or your family, um, they they include a whole range of different things, and 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 it's really about finding what what will work best for you as an individual. So we've got cognitive behavioural therapy, which helps you uh, really to explore um, and change how you think about your life, um, and try to free yourself from unhelpful um, patterns of behaviour that have caused you to to feel. Uh, a mental illness or mental unwellness and then there's there's guided self-help um so you can do um it's essentially like cbt but you do it um via a workbook or a computer course uh there's counseling which um you know, most people probably recognize counseling so you you, you meet with a counselor um during the pandemic, all that was done via Zoom, via um, non non face to face. That's that's for a lot of people. That's fine. They they don't necessarily need to seeing the the other person and actually interacting with them. It's much better than by doing it by telephone. But actually being in the room with people is 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 the ideal because you can actually then see all the all non verbal stuff that's going on. That you don't necessarily see with with Zoom, but counselling, uh, yep, that's that's one. Um, then we get into things like behavioural activation, which is about trying to give you motivation to make small positive changes. Um, we've got interpersonal therapy, which is really focused on um, identifying and addressing problems that you may have in relationships with friends, families, partner, etc. Um, and we talked about mindfulness as well. Talking therapy is hugely um, if effective, but do need a lot of effort. And, and you know, if I'm if I'm speaking to one of my patients about it, and and we're talking about, well, what what do you think might work for you? Um, I always make a point of saying to them, this is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard work. Um, yep, there might well be tears and snorters in the way through, um, and that's okay because you'll probably unearth all sorts of things that you hadn't realised or that you'd put away at the back of your mind, and that have been having a negative impact on your on your your, your mental health. 
but it's really important to get them out, deal with them, process them, package them up and move forward positively. This is brilliant, Doc. And I tell you what's very interesting. The one thing you've not mentioned that we normally talk about is medication. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's massive amounts of antidepressant type medication um, prescribed. Um, it's There was a while when it, it was it was in vogue. And then it became it became the oh you far too many prescriptions for antidepressants mm. are issued. We should all be going down the talking therapies route. It's not an either or. Um, often it's a it's a both and. Um, you know we we do I do prescribe um, antidepressant medication for people. There's lots of different ones. The newer ones are much easier to take because there are fewer side effects with them. Um, they don't work straight away. You usually take two, three, four weeks to actually start to work and you probably need to be on them for maybe up to six months, possibly even longer. And people, are, I've got patients who are on them long term and they've, they've come off them, found that they've become less well again, gone back on them, maybe tried again to come off them. And they're not addictive. That's the one of the key things that I say to them. This is not an addictive medication, so you're not going to become dependent on it. But some people find that actually it just helps to keep everything on a on a nice even keel, and they they carry on on them, and they feel well on them, and that's fine. Brilliant advice as ever, Doc. We're almost out of time. What would you say to someone listening now who's worried they're struggling a little bit? What would you say to them? Please, please, please don't be afraid or ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help. Contact your your GP or your uh, practice nurse um, or speak to a friend, speak to family, but don't keep it to yourself because there's lots of help available and you, you can and will get better from this. So come forward. Wow, what a doc. I wish it was my doc, don't you? We'll catch you next time. Catch you next time on the Men's Health Matters podcast with Steve Legg and Dr. Ken. Until then, stay happy, hearty and healthy.